Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Buffy Happy Hour, Mike. What you doing, brah? Question for you. Do you miss Uncle Donnie yet? Just kidding. We're not going there. Whoa. Anyways, I got a yes. I got, I got a fact <laughs> I got a fact of the day for you. How much does Mount Everest grow each year? Grow? Yep. The answer is four millimeters. Due to tectonic forces. However, it may cost Everest some of its height as well. Isn't that crazy? So it's consistently changing altitude. So each climber's experience is going to differ from year to year due to plates moving. I, com- I combined moving and movement into one word. So disregard all of that. Uh, but I found that interesting. So, so the mountain grows, but its height doesn't? No. So sometimes it gains height, and sometimes it oh, loses height okay, okay, based okay, on okay. whatever the tectonic gotcha. plates are doing under it. How do you spell tectonic plates? T-E-C-T-O-N-I-C. Is these, are I these think? movements visible to the human eye? T-E-C-T-O-N-I-C, yeah. I don't think the human eye is going to pick up four millimeters. However, you are going to be able to accurately determine its exact height at the time of you climbing it with your eyes. So if you haven't noticed, that is the theme of this week's episode. <laughs> eyes. So we started with feet. I don't know why we're doing these themes. <laughs> then we started oh, uh, our transition into uh, ears. It was, what was it? It was feet, ears, the tongue, and now eyes. That's what it was. Yeah. So... This is it. This is what we're doing now. I have no idea why we're doing this. No. And so if we can't see it, I don't this, think anybody else can see it. Yeah, I'm not even really considering this a mini series at this point because it's basically a waste of our time. It's That's what I'm getting at here. Hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Have you ever like did you remember remember when you were younger and people would say like if you eat more carrots your eyes will get better? Yeah. What was that about? It was another myth, man. Is it true? No. Well, actually... There are some vitamins in there, though, that help you, right? Correct. The vitamins that... E? Vitamin E? I don't... No, that'd be, that'd hold be on. too... Let me just quickly graduate pharmacy school, <laughs> and then I'll let you know. Seriously? I think that'd so, be too anticlimactic for the vitamin E to help your eyes. Even though I... It should actually be vitamin I. How many carrots... What? Do... <laughs> do you need... To help your eyes? Someone actually calculated... The amount, and it was an ungodly high number. So, I saw this the other day. Do you eat for carrots some regularly? Do I eat carrots regularly? I, I can never say that word right. <laughs> yeah. If I go to, like, a family party or 
any kind of event, I'll always bring a veggie tray. Yeah. I'll just crush carrots. Okay. I'll crush veggie trays. With That's my ranch thing. or something? No. What do you throw it in? You Nothing. just eat carrots raw? Yeah, I just... You savage. Yeah, I always eat vegetables just plain. You know? I don't like that. Regu- okay, reg... Eulerly Good. eating four and a half ounces of carrots for six days a week helped restore the woman's response to darkness to normal levels. And that was as of March 2019. So it only helps your night vision. I Apparently, under certain conditions, eating carrots will help improve eyesight. The body uses beta carotene right. to make vitamin A. Okay. So there you go. Beta carotene. Isn't that the same stuff that's in your hair? Carotene? Like beta carotene helps hair growth and nail growth, I think, right? I believe so, yeah. Or is that false? No, no, I think you're onto something there. Have you ever like hurt your eye and thought that you were going to go blind? Yeah, 100%. What happened? I was playing baseball in our side yard and was going after a ground ball, and I throw with my right hand, so my glove hand is left hand. So it was to my right, the ball. So I'm running to get the ball. And I backhand with my glove hand to then scoop and throw, mm-hmm. except I'm not looking at where I'm running. I'm just tracking the ball because I'm thinking naturally I'm in a giant yard, sprint into a tree. So blindside myself, knock myself, do a full 360, land on the ground, destroy my glasses. This is in like fourth grade. Glasses go everywhere, destroyed. My mom is like, seriously? Like, we, we just got two more pairs of glasses from America's Best, because that was like the combo. Right. Two glasses, 100 bucks, and an eye test a year. Oh, yeah. So, destroyed the first pair that was my favorite pair. That's why I was wearing them. And then I had a piece of bark, like, scratch my face, cut right around my eye, and I thought that was it. That's, I just blind. lost my yeah. eye. Just lost it, but luckily I didn't. I just my glasses took the brunt of it and just destroyed themselves. Do you practice good eye protection? It's kind of a weird question, but like when you do homework or landscaping, do you wear glasses? So, short answer is no. When I was doing actual dangerous things, and what I mean by that is like skydiving, army stuff, then yeah, I wore eye protection. Skydiving dangerous to your eyes. I mean, dude, you're falling at 120 miles an hour. But do you think that's more dangerous than, like, weed whacking? Bro, stuff has hit my eyes so much weed whacking that I should be wearing glasses, Have but I never Have you ever skydived? No, but still, you got a rock flying towards your eye. Try f- falling into a flock of birds going 120 miles an hour. And what the hell is your eye doing there? I'm sorry, you're skydiving. <laughs> you're literally falling out of a perfectly good airplane. But do you airplane. think that it, one bird like is going to fit in your eye? Well, no, but Something's I'm just going to hit before your eye does. First of all, I'm just saying, <laughs> think of the actual event that is going on. Sure. You're falling through the air at 120 miles an hour. There's all the things that are... Same thing, riding a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. You know? Instead of going... Did you ever Wars, try I know that? You're going vertical. You ever try like open up your shield when you were? Yeah, it was riding. miserable. Any yeah. anything past like 45, you go deaf because all the wind would go through your oh, visor I was and just. Say, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was super loud. <laughs> did you ever get like? Did you have a tinted visor when you rode? Yeah, I had a clear and a tent. Oh, you had both. Mm-hmm. So if you're riding at night, was it a switch or was it? No, like I, had had, I had a plan ahead. I had a plan ahead. So if I knew I was riding at night 100%, I just put the clear on and rocked those throughout the day and yeah. just dealt with it. So you think skydiving is more dangerous than weed whacking? Yeah. For, from your eyes? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have weed, to argue with you on that one. Weed whacking is different than edging, though. So if you have a weed whacker that tilts and can edge, yeah. then edging is far more dangerous 
in my opinion, than weed whacking, sure. just because you have everything spinning up yeah. instead of spinning out. So I agree with that. I kind of consider that weed whacking, though. Uh, I don't have an actual edger. Do you have an edger? Yeah. Really? Good yeah. for you. I know. So that's that's you know, but I still don't wear sunglasses when I edge, and it's gotten me before. Yeah. I had a blink a few times. It's and the scariest it fell thing. Out. How like? I feel like blinking to get stuff out is very, I don't know, underrated. You, you have contacts? No. You have. You were just born with good eyes. Yeah. Okay, you're the worst. So, secondly... I mean, they might be gone by now, but last time I went to the DMV, I was like, hey, I can read that line. And she's like, awesome. Like, I don't care. I'm like, what is that? Do you know, like, what vision that is? And she's like, no, I don't know what vision that... If you can read that, you can still drive a car. I'm like, perfect. I don't need glasses then. I've never gone to an optometrist or opt whatever. And then she made you retake your photo? Yeah. And she's like, you should probably retake your photo. I'm like, I'm good. She's <laughs> like, you've, gr- you've aged, like, 75 years. You should probably retake your photo. I'm like, I'm good. So... Um, what what did you ask about eyes? Who? You just asked me a question about eyes before you went on a rant about the DMV. Hello. Let's play it back. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> the point that I was gonna make after that rant. What did we say? Is you asked about like oh, blinking, blinking things blinking, out? Blinking, yeah, yeah. So it's underrated. That's when you when you wear contacts, sometimes the contacts roll up. And then they roll up into your eye, and then the only way to get the, your contact out of your eye is to blink and like look one way to move the contact so that you can pull it out with your fingers. It's so weird because it's like a film. Can things not roll back behind your eye? They stop at a certain point. Why? I hold on. Let me look. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I so there's actually I, I did learn this in biology. Is there a conspiracy, or is no. this just you being inquisitive? It's all Russia. No. The, it's all me being inquisitive because I want to know about the human eye. It's fascinating. There is actually a blind spot in your eye, everybody's eye. Did you know that? Yeah, but your your brain doesn't register it because it knows it's there. It does, though. So if it sees you, through it? If you close your eye, if you close one eye and you look straight ahead. We did this experiment when I was in biology. You close, you look straight ahead and you have a piece of, uh, like a dot on a piece of paper. And you take that paper, you look straight ahead, but you move the piece of paper over to your right if you're closing your uh, left eye and looking out of your right. There's a point where that dot becomes invisible because that's where all of your optical nerves go into the socket. So your eye, like your retina or whatever, isn't fully encapsulated by vision. There's a spot in that retina that all the nerves are going into and through. And that's that point where everything becomes, like, invisible if it hits that perfect point in your eye. Hmm. It was a fun experiment. What other fun experiences And then I'm like, I can just open the other eye and see this, right? And she's like, yeah, you're fine. I'm like, okay, so it's really not a blind spot. Because you were probably super nervous about it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the same thing. You see your nose all the time, but your brain cuts it out Mm -hmm. because it knows it's there. So, but your eyes register like, hey, I'm seeing this object, but your brain doesn't work for you. What other things do we see that we just, like, you know that you've never seen yourself, like, first person? Yeah. Here we go again. Does that ever make you this is weirded it. out? The, these are the drunk, high, sober <laughs> thoughts of Derek. <laughs> you're, you're the only person that you aren't able to see. Correct. You have no idea what you look like. And that's why and those. Let me tell you, it's not good. Well, <laughs> mutual. That's why those self-centered individuals made a mirror. And they're like, hey, I want to see what I look like. Yeah, make sure I'm not bleeding. Oh, grow up. That's, you're fine. <laughs> but yeah. Mike Probiglia has a skin on that. He's like, I don't even look at myself in the mirror. I just basically walk by and make sure I'm not bleeding and I carry on with my day. That's all he does. How fast were you running? 
71 miles an hour. <laughs> there was a car behind you. <laughs> I was in front of the car. <laughs> but yeah, so if you look at the sun for too long, did you ever play that game when you were younger? Yeah, you burn your retinas. Why would yeah. you do that? Why did we do that? Because we're kids. Because somebody told us not to? That too. That too. And what? How long? Look this up. How long can you look at the sun before you actually go blind? And is it possible to go blind from staring at the sun, or do you just stop looking at some point? No, you permanently damage your eyes, and then you always see the black spots. You know, like when you look at the sun quick, and then you blink, and then you see the dots? Like I'm doing at that light up there. Yeah, basically. Yeah, nailed it. Then, the, should I move it? Okay. If you hold your stare at the sun for long enough, then that black dot doesn't go away, because that's blindness. You go blind. Really? Yeah. How long is that? Does it matter on your vision? Well, when you're blind, you're blind. Well, bro. no, I, I know, but like, it, what state? Like, if I have 2020, does it take me longer to look at the sun for me to go completely blind than maybe someone who's not doesn't have perfect vision? I don't understand this 2020 thing either because what? What does that even stand for? 20 the, meters? You see 20 meters? Can I? Find, can I figure out the first question you asked? We need somebody behind a desk. You blast me with 17 questions an episode and expect me Jamie, to educate. Look it up. Yeah. Jamie. Hysterical. First of all, that name's probably trademarked by now. <laughs> How long can you look at look the Look it sun? up, Jamie. It's an actual website. It is. That's ridiculous. Permanent retinal damage can occur when someone looks at the sun for 100 seconds or less. This is under two minutes. Seconds. Yeah. But I think the normal person, Ultimately, it would actually burn. Let me finish, Derek. Right. <laughs> Ultimately, how long it takes for damage to occur depends on several factors, such as the dilation of the pupil and the sun's intensity on that specific day. Okay. So the so dilation of the pupil. So Correct. if we do a ton of coke beforehand and our pupil, pupils really dilate down, we could look at the sun for maybe like 120 seconds without going blind. Is that Tw- correct? 2020 vision, for your second question of three, <laughs> is a term used to express normal vision acuity, which is the clarity of sharpness of vision measured at a distance of 20 feet. If you have 2020 vision, you can see clearly at 20 feet what should normally be seen at that distance. Okay, there we go. Having 2020 vision does not necessarily mean you have perfect vision. Right, because isn't there like a 20. 20- there's 2015. Yeah, 2015. There's people that have, like, decimals. But what does that mean? I feel like the better distance... Oh, so what you see at 15 feet? No. How does that even work? Then? What you see at 20 feet is what someone else would see at 15 feet. So that because second number is a representation of what everybody else does? Of the Yeah, it's, it's basically like the average. Yeah, so of like what the average person would see at this 2030 would be you can see something at 30 feet, what I would see at 20 feet. No, all the way around. All the way around. And then the clarity of what you see as well. I don't so, like that. Can't so, they just have a different metric on that? Well, that's why they ask you what looks better here, one or two. One or two. I don't know what you're referencing. That, because you've never gotten the exam. But oh, that's, the eye test? Yeah, gotcha. that's an optometrist who literally has those like gajillion lenses in front of you, and then there's numbers that you're looking at, and he's like, okay, slide one or slide two. Which ones are clearer? And you're like, okay, go ahead. Let me see. And then he's like, okay, one. Two. One. And you're like, two. sir, you didn't change the picture. <laughs> well, sometimes, yeah. You're like, or you're like, both of those are horrendous. And he's yeah. like, okay, one, two. And you're like, ah, two. And he's like, okay, you're blind. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Like, I don't, what do you want me to do? Lie? Because yeah. if I, you know, it's crazy. Because sometimes 
you've never experienced this, but when you're a kid, first time I got glasses, I was in third grade. I got glasses, felt like a nerd. I was like, what are these, what are these ocular devices, as Nicolas Cage would say. So, I hate him, so. <laughs> well, rewatch National Treasure, because it's one of the greatest. I've greats. never watched it in the first place, so. It has him in it, I'm not watching it. Anyways. When you first get glasses, your depth perception on a new prescription is off. So it looks kind of like wavy because your eyes aren't adjusted to the strength of the new prescription. So I was walking with glasses on and I didn't know when my foot would actually hit the ground because it looked like I hit the ground, but I was still like an inch off the ground Mm -hmm. with my foot. So when I finally hit the ground, I was like, whoa, and I was like stumbling, little third old me. Like, here we go. You know, and then my mom was like, what are you, drunk? And then I was like, no, mom, like, my death perception's all weird. I don't know, like, these glasses are, they're different. It's a new prescription. It happens every time. So and your eyes, your eyes change though? all the time. So if you're going to get a prescription and you get fitted for, again, I don't know any of this terminology, but let's say your vision is 2040 or 2042 or whatever. I don't know. And they fit you for, like, 2043 your eyes will then progressively get worse to fit that 43, and then it'll keep going. So isn't getting glasses just like a downward spiral? Like, can't you just live life without glasses? If, like, so if you have 20-30 vision, so you're not perfect vision, but you're fine, getting glasses probably isn't a good idea, right? No, glasses are always a good idea because it just makes what you see clearer. But then there's always that down, like, then you get acclimated to that clear clarity, and then you just keep going further. If, unless you change your prescription. Because when you change your prescription, then you basically maintain your clarity of vision. Again, but then your vision is continuously going down every time you change your prescription. Your eyes get worse as you age anyways, so it's naturally going to occur. The glasses aren't doing it. Your own age is. As you grow old, your eyes don't get stronger. No, I know that, but I I feel like I read something like that, So what they've done, I mean, you're not wrong, but you're wrong. So Thanks, man. Yeah. So what they've done is with LASIK and PRK is they're like, hey, instead of putting a lens in front of your retina where there's a gap of dead space between your eye and the lens, we're going to shrink that gap and just literally laser the prescription deep into your eyes and change your prescription from within your eye. Right. Because that's what the procedure is. And then it... There's no gap, and then that's how you can maintain the same prescription for a longer period of time. But either way, your eyes are only rated for as long as you live. So, like, what's so you can only do so much. Wearing the wrong prescription. I think this is where I was going at. So, if you have a pres- if you have a vision of 2040, 2043, or whatever, and they get you fitted for 2050 because that's clear for you. That's not a good idea because then your eyes will adjust to that worsening and then it'll actually expedite your yes. vision loss. Yes. But they don't they don't overinstate your prescription. They just make it what not it that has you know, to be. Man. There's a conspiracy out there. Uh, how was LASIK for you? Because you had it done, right? May 2015, I got LASIK done and it was incredible. Yeah. The whole thing took seven seconds. It was a joke. Seriously? Yeah. That's how long it takes? Well, yeah. Um, and they laser your eye off, right? No. What they do is they take the top layer of your eye after they basically pre-scan and consultate to make sure that it's okay to do because people have stigmatisms and all these crazy Mm -hmm. things. What LASIK is, is they take your eye, they do a 180-degree cut of your eye, and then lift that flap and expose your retina more and then laser the prescription into your eye 
of whatever it needs to be to fix your eyes, and then they close that flap, and then your eye literally heals itself within, like, a day. Yeah. Because your eyes are the fastest organ, per se, to heal in the body other than your skin. So that's what they do. They do a half, uh, a half circle, flap open, laser, flap down, next eye. So the whole thing was like three seconds, four seconds done, walked out. The laser is putting a prescription in your eye and not taking away whatever is causing your vision loss? Basically, yeah. Really? That's what they explained it as. And I said, okay, sweet, do it. And they're like, okay, sounds good. So you're just going to hold this bear. First of all, the laser machine is gigundous. <laughs> so they go, this is it. And I was like, gee, look at this thing. And they're like, yep, lay down. I was like, okay. So I lay down, and they're like, sorry, it's so cold in here. It has to be because... You know, the laser produces a lot of heat, and it has to be cold in here to function. Here we go. Beep. Take care. So they have to keep the room cold so that it operates at the right temperature and whatever else. So I'm freezing. Then they gave me a bear that was chocolate-scented. And I'm like, that's the greatest thing in the world, a stuffed animal. They're like, hold a bear. I'm like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. So I'm holding a bear, and I'm sniffing it. And they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do is... You're going to look up at this red dot. And I was like, okay. And he goes, you're all set. You ready? And I said, yeah. He goes, look at the red dot. And I was like, okay. So I look at the red dot. And then you, the worst thing about it is the smell. Because your eyes are numb with eye drops. Mm -hmm. So they numb your whole eye. You don't know what's going on. And then they open your eyes with a tool. And it's basically like a pry wrench. And it holds your eyelids open. What's really cool is that you can blink without blinking so you activate the muscle to blink but nothing actually moves because of the tool but you relieve your eye of that strain of like oh i need to blink i need to blink you can just blink and they tell you that really because the the tool that's in your eye socket keeps everything open and they're like just blink like do it before we start and i'm like what they're like blink i go okay so i blink but nothing happens and i can still see everything and i don't see my eyelids flap over my retina what happens if you sneeze at that time you just don't sneeze. What do you mean? Can I finish my story before you ask me all these <laughs> random conspiracy theory questions? <laughs> so I'm, I'm laying there, and they're like, smell, smell the bear. I was like, no problem. <sighs> smell the bear. Smell the bears. And they go, okay, blink a couple times, relax. And I said, okay. And they're like, hey, I just need you to hold your eye open for five seconds. And I was like, okay. They're like, it's permanently open, but we just want your muscles to think that you're holding it open. And I was like, okay, they're like five seconds, you'll be done. I was like, sweet. So they're like, look at the red light. And I said, okay. And then they do the first incision, which is the 180 mm-hmm. degree cut that took like 12 seconds. And then um, I was like, okay, I'm good. And they're like, yep, yep, you're all set. The flap is open. And I was like, okay. And they're like, now just look at the red light. And it's just little red dot. And you're just looking at it, and they're like, okay, I'm going to count down for you, and then we'll be done. And I was like, okay. And they're like, ready? Look at the light. Look at the light. And I'm just looking at it, and then you can smell your eye. And it's horrible. Like, you could start to smell it with the incision, and then it's magnified, because then it's, like, fully in the air, and the full cut's done. 
and you're like, oh, what is that? And they're like, that's just your eye. I'm like, okay. They're like, look at the red light. I'm like, this is horrible. And then you, you like blink because you're super nervous, but nothing happens because of the, the wrench thing yeah. that's in your eye socket. And then they're like, okay, all set. I'm like, what? They're like, yep, all set. I was like, okay. So that was it. Like three minutes, next eye, four minutes. And then they're like, okay, sit up. I was like, okay. And it was just cloudy. Like once they repeated it on my right eye, they sat me up. And they're like, can you see? And I'm like, yeah, it's just cloudy. And they're like, yeah, that'll go away. I was like, okay. They're like, put sunglasses on because your pupils are like mad dilated. So you put sunglasses on and then you walk out. They put you in the seating room. It's all black, but you can still see all the light coming from around the door. Mm -hmm. It's wild. And then you're just sitting there for 15 minutes. Someone drives you home. And I scheduled mine super early in the morning so I could take a nap. Took a nap for three hours. Woke up. Did eye drops, and I was good to go. That night, I went to a metal concert. Perfect. I'm sure that's on the list of you should probably do this. So now I'm used as testimony by the the branch manager, basically, at the institute that I went to for my eyes. And she goes, yep, so this is what you don't do. We had a patient. His name is Mike. And I was like, thanks, appreciate it. And it's like a running joke. But I've referred so many people to go to the same place, and they just they crush it every time. Yeah. So... Um, my wife's done it. My sister's done it. There are two of them, and they're like, yeah, we're good to go. I was like, okay, sweet. So now that's it. Changed my life. I've saved so much money in contacts, contact solution, yeah. everything just with LASIK. But it's all if you can do it, basically, which the consultation's free. So Were you, uh, like, good at putting eye drops in your eye? Yeah, because at that point, I got contacts in uh, sophomore year of high school, and I had glasses up until then. And it was easy. Did you ever get like the black contacts that make your eyes black or like red? No, I never went to Hot Topic <laughs> for contacts. <laughs> oh, God, but now glasses are in. So do you think more people are going to do? Because I think glasses are like a statement now. Do you wear blue light glasses? No. You just let it yeah, destroy just, your eyes. I'm just like I gotta get to work, man, and I get super close to the screen too. No, I mean I should. I know I should too. You don't either. No. And I some days I literally have a headache. Oh yeah, like all days, <laughs> every day. I chalk it up to not having enough coffee, and then that gets my heart going and all this stuff. But yeah, I looked online for like good ones, and they're like a hundred bucks. I'm like, I can't waste that much money on my eyes. I mean, it's not like I use them every day or something. <laughs> yeah, I never. I I've wanted to though. So if you find some that are good, let me know. Yeah, we'll do. Do anybody uh, listening have any suggestions? Because I do. I should get some. I think everybody should get some. I hope the only comment we get is loved it. Yeah. Collab to DM at DM collab. Yeah. And then first beep, <laughs> 2536. Derek. <laughs> like happened last time. I'm sorry, Sean. I missed it. Well, you should be really happy this time because we don't even have to be functional because I accidentally programmed a song to that button. So it's a good time. We're having fun. Oh, my goodness, yeah. dude. Everything's fine. So this whole eye conversation was not thought of. Or planned. We had the Wednesday Whiskey Review before this, so if you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out. It's with Ava Lure's Single Malt Scotch Whiskey from Speyside. And literally, before we press record, we're like, what body part? Like, we have to keep this going, right? And you're like, eyes. And I'm like, perfect. So this was all just kind of spitballed. Yeah. Sometimes it's spitball hits you in the eye. Yeah, isn't it wild what we do? Yeah. We just talked about eyes for 30 minutes. (laughs) For no reason. Literally not. For no one either. No one likes this conversation. <laughs> so what was the... There was a topic that we finished with um, the last week. Universal basic income. So what is this week's <laughs> ridiculous topic? 
I don't know, man. I didn't have one for you. I thought that I kind of grinded your gears last week, so I thought that I'd uh, kind of relax you a little bit this week. I like that. And the Avalor does relax you. Yeah. I feel like all scotch is relaxing and enjoyable. Is that true? Yeah, man. But what do we got in the uh, the episode notes? Anything good? No. Just a free-flowing conversation, my friend. We're going to, for for episode 104, we're going to come at you with some audience facts because that's a two-year... That's a two-year milestone there, bud. That's far away. This is episode 97. We're recording 97 right now? sure are. I thought it was 98. Nope, 97. I'm losing track because I'm all excited for the 100th episode. 100th. It's coming up quick. Yes, it is. It's going to be a big event. Yeah. We're excited. But otherwise, yeah. Same stuff. I mean, guys, there's really not too much of a change in regards to interviews and the grind and everything we're trying to do to keep everyone happy and excited. So we are reaching out to small businesses. I am getting asked... How do you set up interviews? Are you guys messaging all the businesses or are some reaching out to you? And it's really cool to say that now, officially, some are reaching out to us and want to be on, which is really cool. Kind of started with a drunk DM asking us if we can interview her. That was one. That was one of them, yes. But yeah, it's grown to where businesses are starting to reach out and they're like, hey, we'd love to be on your show. Like We we stumbled across your channel or or we got recommended. Um, So keep preaching the good word. We've become a big pish. A big fish. A big fish in a very small pond. The smallest like pond. Like the small pond that is Buffalo Podcasts. We've kind of become a big fish in there. Or a medium-sized fish. We're not the bottom of the totem pole anymore. No. How does that feel? Good. And I think it's because we didn't stop through the pandemic. To this day, that was by far the best decision we've ever made is just to continue working through the pandemic because a lot of people stopped completely. Yeah. And for us, this was an escape from the pandemic. So... Obviously, our mission statement tied in well with the you know the current events in the society that we were living in with the environment, blah blah blah. But it was nice for us to just say, "Hey, man, I I'm not doing it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to stay in my house for an entire year and then destroy my own immune system. I refuse to do it. I know you're a clean human being. You know I'm a clean human being. Let's just grind." Yeah. And we did. And we were strategic about interviews and things like that. And we, you know, did it the right way. Yeah, we had six feet apart at that time. Yeah, and we were just smart about it. Like Sanitize we weren't sanitize all the equipment beforehand. Right, we weren't. You know, we did the things that we should do to ensure that we could keep everything on the up and up, mm-hmm. um, but then also provide good content. So that was. But that was also the time huge. period that small businesses needed us more than ever. So we couldn't stop based off of our mission statement. Correct. To our four listeners, which now has grown to over fifteen. I've already heard from a person that we just interviewed four days ago that their sales have skyrocketed since we even posted about them. Who? Not skyrocketed, but he's gotten a lot of inquiries based off of the timing of our interview and the timing of our posts. So we do have a positive impact, which I don't think you and I ever... We should measure. We should start getting paid for this. We should start charging small business. No, I'm just kidding. But it's cool to see. Yeah, that's great. It's wild. So if anybody wants to buy a book, you can do that by going to our link tree. Wrong interview, but yes, for sure. And buy a book to help their sales. Who interviewed four days ago? Yeah, dude. You already forget about our buddies? Queen City. Yeah, dude. That was already four days ago? Yeah. Well, I was out of town. That's why. That whole weekend blended into like one day. So there was so much work going on. What did you do? Colleen's dad retired. So cheers oh, to him. Oh, cheers. But that was a weekend event of like prep, execution, 
tear down, clean up. Like it was, there was a lot going on. So there was a lot of work. Um, but that's the point. The kids are supposed to do that. Sure, the kids are yeah. supposed to take the torch from their parents. To, you know, hey, my parent just retired. So enjoy the fact that you're retired. Right. We can do it all. So all the implied tasks and everything else, we just assumed. Um, and it was a really, really good time. But yeah, so that's why there was it was the whole weekend was shot because mm-hmm. it was just the retirement party. Um, so that's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that the the increase in sales is a thing. I uh, golfed with a politician over the weekend too. We won't name names. Yeah, because it's the them. second time you've golfed with a former and or current politician. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know if I like this. No, switching you my golf. Go to a different course. <laughs> These were two different courses too. I don't did really you like it. did you honestly laugh when I gave you all of those responses yes, via text? Absolutely. Okay. Because I knew that if you were there, things would have been different. Uh, so you probably know who I'm talking about. Already. <laughs> but dude, it was just so. He was a good golfer. I'll give him that. I don't know a politician that's a bad golfer. There are politicians. They're the previous guy that I golfed with. He wasn't bad, but he's not nearly as good as this one was. This one was good. Like, he spanked drives further than me. And you know how far I drive. Well, he's been having a lot of pork lately, so. <laughs> you know, that's what yeah. happens when you increase he your protein. He just made his own rules, man. That's what the else thing is that new? I didn't like You color that. me shocked that a politician made his own rules, not even on a golf course, but in his own office? Give me a break. Uh, dude, I did not like it at all. You're we won't even name the up. course. Yeah, I know. We won't even name the course because I don't want people to assume. Because like, Did it, used, not, did it used to be private, now it's public? I don't know. Oh. No. No, it wasn't that course. Okay. It, that was the previous course. Yeah. Which I liked that guy. I liked golfing with him. He was a former – I'll name him because I liked him. He was a former – New York State Senator for like from 2006 to 2020, Michael Lusendorfer or something like that. <laughs> yeah, his German last name was name. real wild. Yeah, Raisin Ray Raisenforfer or something like that. I don't know something, something German. Intense. Yeah, something German. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he was awesome. Like he was a cool dude. He like got to know me. Like he was asking cool, cool questions. Like what do you do? Like how often do you golf? Are you like he was asking good questions. This guy was just like. This reminds me of a course in Scotland. I'm like, in Scotland? Why? What do you mean this reminds you of a course? In th- We're playing at this course. Again, I'm not going to say the name of the course, but I'm like, I can guarantee you, you didn't say that about when you were in Scotland. Like, you were golfing in Scotland. He's like, oh, this reminds me of a course in Buffalo. And that's an insult to that course. This is not a good course. And he was just making up tees. He was like, I'm going to tee from here. You guys can tee from up here, but I'm going to use this second tee box for the second hole to tee off for hole eight. I'm like, what do you know? Oh, he was straight up changing. He was straight up changing where he was teeing off from. There was one hole. It wasn't even the tee box that he teed off from. He teed off from the previous hole's fairway. He just stuck a tee in the ground. And he's like, I play from here. I mean, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> you play from here. I don't care. You are playing with two random people. You come play with us. This isn't a you go do your own thing. This isn't how golf works. We're not making this into a par four because you want to. You're teeing off from the ladies' tee because you and the guys make this a par four, not a par five. I wonder who this he is a par golf- five. Who does he golf with? No one. That's why he was there by himself when he invited us. We're teeing. We're Did you gonna- recognize him immediately? Yeah, and the way that he introduced himself was not fun <laughs> because he was just like my name, like the whole condescending, like you know who I am, but I'm going to introduce you, uh, myself anyway. Like, I don't like you. You don't have to do this. And it's not even like the 
the politics side of it. Like, you as a human being, I do not like. I don't want to hang out 100%, with. 100%. And that's a yeah. good clarification. Thank you for bringing that up. Because yeah. it's not like I don't like golfing with people from that side of the aisle. It's just who you are as a person. I don't like. Yeah, like, you are garbage as a human being, and I'm going this way. Yeah. Meaning... I'm probably canceling my 18 and going to like... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And if my dad wasn't there, I would have. Right. I would have just said, you know what? Just go on without me. And he's like, no. I did say that too. He's like, you guys want to pair up with me? I'm like, no, you're fine. Just keep going. And I knew exactly who it was. He's like, no, come on with me. I'm like, no, I don't want it. My did dad's he pick like, up yeah, your tab? let's do it. What? Did he pick up your no, tab? he didn't pick up the tab. Hmm. He didn't even offer to buy us drinks after. Interesting. And it's funny because, like, I'm a personable guy. Like, I like to talk to people. So there was people where uh, – this is going to give it away. But there's people where we were walking around and sitting where we were golfing. That literally gives nothing away. It does because there's not many people, many golf courses where you can just walk around the golf course. You know where it is. Anyway, there were people sitting on benches near one of the tee boxes. Oh, I know where you were yeah. now, Derek. And I started like striking <laughs> Who up. Who brings up Scotland at that course? Exactly, dude. <laughs> God. But anyway, so there were people sitting at a park. Well, we gotta right say there. the course. No, we don't. We we have listeners from out of state. So doesn't matter. Okay, the course is like fifteen dollars for eighteen holes. Correct. And that's borderline paying for half of the cart. Right. Like, it's not an expensive golf course, and it's a fairly easy golf course. There's, like, I don't know, seven total sand bunkers on 18. Yeah, basically. And right. everything is straight. Yeah. Except for, like, two holes. There's a couple that you got to shoot over trees. And, again, he was good, but I just don't like him as a person. But, anyways, there are people sitting on a bench, like, next to the tee boxes. And I'm a friendly guy. I'll start a conversation with you. I'm like, hey, you guys got the like the dad joke. You guys got the best seat in the house right there. You're just chilling watching everybody golf. Yep. And he got visually frustrated that I was like. Normal? No, that I was more personable than he was. Because then after we teed, up, teed off and everything, he turned around to him and he was like, you guys have a good day now. Please make sure that you have a good day. Like he was trying to over like do me. Because I was being more personal than he was, even though he's a politician. So he's a one-upper. Yeah, I just wanted him to be like out of every, like I wanted somebody to be like you are from the Buffalo Happy Hour, not even recognize him. That would have been awesome. And then our podcast would have been shut down because freedom of speech isn't a real thing. Anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it was it was a f- interesting round. I played very well. I played. I think I shot like did low eighties. Did you day. drive the green on the second hole? No, but neither did he. I yeah I I got low 80s which is a good score for me right like that was probably my best round of the year <clears throat> but there was one it was actually funny because I teed off and it, I kind of like hooked or um sliced it a little bit yeah and I was like I don't even know where that went and he's like yeah it's far right far, far right dude that's far right I'm like okay so he tees off and he's further right than I am so I get up to the ball and I'm like I'm right here you're all the way over there and I like pointed to there and I'm like you're over here. He was just like, (laughs) (laughs) it was funny. I'll golf with literally anybody. Except him. Not him again. Yeah. Won't do it. That's fascinating. Dude, the fact of that, he would literally tee up in a fairway to hit not even that hole, a different hole to like tee off from there. At that point, I'm like, dude, you just, you're an idiot. Agreed. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. agree. But yeah, that's where we were. That was my weekend. So you golfed. That's nice. And Frisbee golfed. I was out all weekend. And I've been going to the gym in the morning, too. Yeah, nice job. I've been killing it, bro. Nice job. I'm proud of you. We're trying to get to that 200. 200? Trying to get down or you're trying to gain? 
get down, dude. What do you? I was at two sixty. I was at two sixty three at my heaviest. Yeah. Well, and now I'm at that was like forever ago. Eh, it really wasn't. Now I'm at two eighteen. Why do you want to get down to two hundred? Because I feel like I can. I still got some some bone on me, bro. You look fine at right now. I want to get lower. I still got that back fat Betty. Say hi to my badonka donk. Name the movie. I can't. White chicks. Come on, dude. I seen White Chicks once and moved on. The Big Lebowski is a much better movie. I'm surprised that show hasn't been canceled. What, White Chicks? Yeah. It's got like a cult following. It is a good movie. And it's like Hollywood. Dun, Hollywood's not going to cancel themselves. I need you. Dun, 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 dun. The best scene in all of movies. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. Terry Crews. I, I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. But yeah, so we got to get out golfing soon again. We got we a do. tournament coming up with our boys. Yes. It's going to be fun. It's going to be busy. Hell yeah. It's going to be a long day, but I'm excited. Are we sponsoring a hole too at some other tournament, or are we not doing that anymore? No, we already did. That's taken care of. That's done. That did, already happened. the tournament already happened? Yeah. Do we gain any followers from that, bro? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. $2,000 well spent. Hysterical. <laughs> not even remotely close. I can't even come up with a fraction that it would be. <laughs> That's that's great. Two hundred thousand dollars well spent. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be right. Yeah, that was. It. Can we do that someday? Just like spend all of our money on something that doesn't matter. Oh, the podcast, perfect. Um, but yeah, we. It was fun though. I mean, we sponsored it. I don't know if we got any kickback from it, but that's cool. We're getting the sign. The oh, actual, we are getting the sign. Yeah, the actual sign oh, with our, sweet, our business okay. name on it. We're getting that back. Nice. Yeah. How do we do that? Like, where are we gonna put it? Over so, there on the wall. Yeah, somewhere on the wall. That'd be sweet. On the wall. Do we put shelves up here too, or no? Do we just call it a day? Ooh, well, no one's gonna see it, but that's fine. It's our studio. Yeah, we have those shelves that were downstairs. Well, hold on. What if you move? What? Not talking about that. Hmm? Then we take all this with us. Dude, there's so much work into this. Mm-hmm. It's we. We're not gonna lo- move for like another two months, so we're fine. <laughs> we should have declared a minimum. Like, okay, we spent X, we sweated X. Minimum, you have to be here for two years, so it's worth it. Oh, we'll, we'll be here for two years. Okay. We have the wedding in a year and a half. We, we're not moving before the wedding. Okay, good. And then we have Scotland after that, so we we're not moving least, before the honeymoon either. We at least need a winter in here. 100%. Okay. But with my impulsive buying habits, we'll see. Because <laughs> I'll be like, Mike, we're moving tomorrow. I need your help. Yeah. I got a rental truck showing up. Yeah. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they like value this at. If they're like, oh, this is a cool room. Or if they're like, you need to take it down. You didn't follow building codes, which could happen. No, they won't. We put in a room where there wasn't a room before. Yeah, they don't even have to know what was here. They're going to buy a house. Th- yeah, you can just tell them. We just put a carpet in here, and we hung out. We just chilled. Yeah, we watched a couple movies. There you go. That's all I got to say. Although we produced a couple movies. Never, oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never <laughs> mind. That's going to be a rabbit hole. short films. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm removing my offer. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> I don't want to buy your Fifty Shades of Grey yeah, room. They, they just see these lights up, and they're like, what happened in here? Right. Yeah. Don't worry. We're a famous Buffalo podcast. I don't know if you need that. Please follow us, because we need subscribers. <laughs> Do you have a Gmail? No excuse. We're uh Which, that bothers me. You need a Gmail to subscribe on YouTube. Because YouTube's owned by Google. Correct, but that bothers me from like a subscriber standpoint, because not every human has a Gmail email. Well, then they can subscribe on the podcast platforms. Beep. We're, like, way far off right now, though. I'm going to look at some analytics really quick. Yeah, let us know where know we're what's at. what's going on. We're at 325 subscribers, which is kind of sick. 
We're growing. We're on the road to 500. For sure. We're on the road to 1,000. We got to get to 500 big. first. Shoot big. We got to get to 500 first. We need all the uh, milestones that we can get. 325 is a milestone. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. Audience t- Actually, we're down again. 69% of people are not subscribed to this. 31% of people are subscribed. So we keep going down. We're sub-70s. Let's keep it that way. We're at um, sub-70s right now? Yeah, sub-70s. So people that are not subscribed are 69%. 69. Oh, that's not bad. That's what I'm saying. It's that dropped. Good. Yeah. I mean, so honestly, really I'm better. okay with keeping it that way. So it's Reed Ferguson. Yeah, hell yeah. Number 69. <laughs> um... But yeah, we're, we're we're doing pretty good. We've reached all of our milestones for the past like couple months. Like we're growing. Just all these podcast platforms are kind of killing us. Yeah, we just gotta get after it, man. Do you have seasons that you listen to podcasts, or are you kind of like a regular listener? I'm just a regular listener, but I only listen to three realistic. Have you ever gotten into like those murder mystery podcasts or like no serial so, killer podcasts? Good oh. question. Uh, but when I Thanks. went down to for Mega Fan's wedding, I put one on. For like an hour, got bored, turned it off within like f- fifteen minutes. It was Why? an hour. It was an hour long podcast. I got bored in like fifteen minutes. Why? What happened? The host's voice was driving me nuts, and their the way they did it, I just didn't like. And then they threw in ads at like the most awkward time in the history of the universe, and I'm like, I, I'm already bored. Like, no, I'm not interested. Because I feel like true crime, whether it's a case or a cold case or anything along those lines, it's better to watch but that's also because i grew up watching forensic files unsolved mysteries the first 48 has like not a sponsor please don't sue us so like those kind of shows i grew up watching so for me to drive and focus on not hitting the bear roadkill in pennsylvania (laughs) while listening to a true crime podcast it's just difficult for me to really get into Mm -hmm. because i'd rather watch it where they can show pictures of like this is the suspect this is the victim here's some crime scene photos like a is lot of it is because crime, of our degree too. You is know the I mean? true crime podcast on YouTube though? I don't no? know. I don't know. I, I was don't driving. Know why pod? Like, I had an urge. That's basically. Yeah. What I had an urge while driving, and I was like, ah, I'll put on a true crime. I still have like a you know some ungodly amount of hours left in this drive, yeah. so I'll just put on something different because I'm I'm sick of the same songs right. or whatever. And yeah, if you're a podcast though, why don't you put it on YouTube? That's one of my complaints about certain shows. Because it would be so much better to watch, 100%. specifically based on who the hosts are. Right. I mean, we're not even big names. Like, no one knows who we are we're as people. Big. Hilarious. <laughs> but I think telling people, like, hey, you can watch our interviews as opposed to listening, or you can watch our weekly episodes, and you can get, like, the faces I make, right. or you literally about to spit out your scotch right. on the equipment... That's fun. Like that's plus we, you know, there's graphics involved. There's things that we do to make the video interesting. We have cameras that record in 4K, so you but can even see that, our blemishes. Like, even people that don't have that equipment, recording on a phone is so easy. Correct. And it's so easy to edit a pod. Like I just don't understand why people. I can. I guess I can understand why people don't lazy. listen on YouTube. Lazy. Because like they don't have the time to sit down and watch something, mm-hmm. but. If you're a growing podcast, I don't understand why you wouldn't give yourself that other avenue of people being able to watch you. Because YouTube is a huge... That's where a majority... Eh, I lied, actually. It is not where a majority of our views come from. Our no, majority I, of our listens come from the podcast platforms. But which, a significant amount come from YouTube. Which, so people know, are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I think those are the top two for us. Correct? I believe so. But it's actually gotten close with like Ziggerbox or something like that. 
There's so many podcast platforms that I didn't know existed until we linked up. Correct. So nine months in with Anchor. Yeah. So a majority right now, sixty-six percent of people listen at, on Apple Podcasts. Twenty percent of people listen on an uh, other platform. Nine percent of people listen on Spotify. Wow. So it's not even close. Granted, to Spotify. though, like other could be like seventeen different platforms. We don't know, but Spotify is the next highest at nine percent. The next highest after that is Podcast Addict with three percent, and then other makes up twenty percent. So that means if Podcast Addict at 3% is on there, that means all the other platforms have to be less than 3% or else Podcast Addict wouldn't be on there. Statistics. Which is crazy to look at, especially when you have 2020 vision, you know? There you go, bringing it back. Bringing it back. Or 2015 vision or 6620 vision. You know, some baseball players have such good vision, they can see the stitches on the baseball and what the rotation is on the ball by the, when it leaves the pitcher's hand. Isn't really? that incredible? Is that good vision or is that good situational awareness? No, 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 vision. Because how do you see that? You have to see that to recognize I it. I don't know how you see a fastball anyway. I would blink at the wrong time literally every single time I'm up at bat, and I would miss it. They have 100% like they have like decimal vision where it's like 10.5, 11.25. How do you have that vision, though? I don't know, dude. I, I actually, kind of to bring it back, too, I heard that if you just leave your situation like work where you work and just look somewhere your vision won't deteriorate because a problem with our generation is we constantly look at things that are like a foot away from our face all the time correct or a screen that's 20 feet away from our face that happens with marksmanship as well so which i don't you, know if a lot of people know so if you get out of your bedroom and you go outside and even sit on the deck and you're looking at your neighbor's house that's 100 feet away, your vision won't go bad because you're it, – it will, obviously, but not as quickly as somebody that just stays inside because sure. you don't ha- – your eyes are so accustomed to looking at things so closely that your long vision, long-range vision is ne- gone. Nearsighting and farsighted. Those are the two terms yeah. that are used in the, the eye world. But, yes, so when you're – relax, chief. Goodness. That was a good catch, though. Yeah. Well, it's also nice that you barely have anything in your glass. Correct. So regarding marksmanship, one of the old school tricks is to, if you're looking at a target, say 500 meters away, and you're dehydrated, you're really tired, you are probably hungover if you're in a combat arms MOS, um, and now you're shooting, then you're looking at your rear sight and your front sight posts to accurately gain a sight picture to then send rounds downrange. Mm-hmm. And your the strain on your eyes focusing, even if you're using an optic between you know an ACOG, which is like a four times mag- magnification, or a red dot, your your eyes strain so much that they literally, you it's so obvious. It everything becomes cloudy. Mm-hmm. You, your eyes like bounce, and you can't focus on anything. One of the old school tricks is to look off of your weapon system and look downrange and just look at the greenery. And the color green relaxes your eyes and brings you back to center. Mm-hmm. One of the other tricks is to just close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, look off off weapon, um, while still maintaining your, you know, your cheek well and yeah. everything, because you don't want to change any of that. Um, but you just look off, and then you can regain just your sight picture, reset your breathing, and then send rounds downrange. So looking at the color green and looking off helps you with that. But so to sleep and dehydrating or er, yeah. and rehydrating. Have you ever walked your lawn 
and you're focused so much on the, the motion of the tires that when you look up, everything kind of does like, like feels so like it's moving far away. That, or if you look at one, if you see like three ants, and you're like, oh, there's ants there, and then you blink, and then you look around, and then you see like seven hundred yeah. ants, and you're like, <gasps> is that dehydration or is that? No, that's just situational awareness. So you're just keying in. On oh, I, like there's actually the seven hundred ants. Yeah, you're not seeing. Yeah, so, so, okay, I got gotcha, Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So you'll you'll see like the first couple, and you're just like, what is going on? And then it takes a couple seconds yeah. to register, and then then you see the swarm of them coming out of like that right. piece of concrete, and you're just like, Jesus! Like I just saw the one. <laughs> like why is there seven hundred? Yeah. Craziness. I don't eyes know. Eyes are how, a weird thing. I absolutely. I don't know why they they do that. I don't know. What the eyes or the ants? The eyes. Yeah. What about refraction? If you're reaching in, I, did you fish? Did you grow up fishing? Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. Or like the pencil trick. One of the other. Yeah. When you put science, the pencil in. Yeah, water. you put the pencil in, and it looks like it's cut in half, and it's just refra- uh, refraction. That blows my mind every time. And I'm. Th- That's more of the light, though. Like the That's light reflecting, reflecting through the water. In the water, yeah. It's not your eyes. Per- I mean, it's how you perceive it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Optical illusions and perception. Things. Did you ever and play those I Spy stuff as kids? Like, like Waldo. The, no. Well, yeah, like Waldo. But there was also like those optical illusion I Spies where you had to stare at something, and then the longer that you stared at it, and then you look to like a blank piece of paper, you can see like Mona Lisa or something like that. That was weird. Do you think those helped or hurt our eyes? Do those stuff like help? Probably not. I, it's probably... Is our childhood just all harming us as adults? Basically. Like everything that we did as I'm a sure it's kid. expediting our our death. Yeah. Why do we celebrate a holiday that is literally all about eating candy as a kid? Because can- money. Do you think Halloween's all about money? A thousand percent. <laughs> Isn't it to do with, like, that's when the spirits are out, though? Like, the traditional sense of no, Halloween? No, that's, that's Cinco de Mayo. I don't think and that's And that's a totally different culture. Cinco de Mayo, the fifth of May, for what? For yeah. spirits? Yeah. It's when you Never honor heard of that before. I thought that was like a Mexican Independence Day or something. No. No. Way off. Right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's so Cinco de Mayo commemorates the Oh, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. It's, it's an independence no, day. No, no, no. Right? But which, which Mexican holidays where they literally dress up all of their ancestors and then bring them back. Not Cinco de Mayo. See, I was right. Okay, so is Cinco de Mayo Independence Day or something like that? Like their it's freedom? A celib- so it, yeah, why did the light go off? Dude, don't worry about it. Hold on. Oh, oh hello? I'm going to flip that light switch on real quick then. See if that helps. I might have just died. Who cares? I don't care anymore. No one's listening still. <laughs> Which holiday? I, I think sp- you made that up. No, I'm not. There's an entire Disney movie about it. It's and I took Hispanic yeah, so studies. So you made it up. Oh goodness! If Disney made it. It's false. Fake news. Mexican holiday about. You're gonna get flagged by the FBI or something. Death of family members. Day of the Dead, which is celebrated November first and second. It's like a family reunion, except dead, an- dead ancestors and the guests of honor. I thought that was for Cinco de Mayo, but it's not. It's Day of the Dead. Yeah. But so anyway, so back on topic. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween is about spirits. I think. Like ha- it was about that when the spirits come out. The word Halloween comes from Al Hallows Eve and means Halloween evening. Or hallowed evening. Hundreds of years ago, people dressed up as saints and went door to door, which is the origin of Halloween costumes and trick or treating. So you're not wrong, but you're not right either. 
I think I'm right. I think that's just a wrong description. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, that's a weird holiday. How did we get on this topic? Oh, because of the unhealthy childhood habits, which is eating all the Halloween candy that you could in a matter of seven days. Did you? How much time have we spent on this episode so far? Like 52 minutes. Okay, so I'm going to cut it off soon. You're fine. However, did you do the only take one from this bowl because the homeowner was like gone and then you just took the entire bowl? (laughs) Yes. I've also... Or you've taken the entire bowl but then just left one piece of candy in the bowl for the next nerd that followed you up up the sidewalk? (laughs) I did that (laughs) when I was trick-or-treating on my dad's neighborhood. I remember this very specifically because I was a football player at the time. Don't ask me why, but I was a football player. I think I had Eric Moulds' jersey on, too, so Uh, it wasn't a representation of you, Mr. Moulds. But anyway... I think Mr. Moulds still holds child support. I ran up there, grabbed all the candy, ran away tripped over their lawn ornaments, which was one of the blow-up snowmen, took the whole thing down with me, and then I just kept sprinting from there. For some reason, I think I had a license plate on me, too. I don't know what that tied into being... Maybe I was O.J. Simpson, and I was just like a Bronco, but I don't know. I think like I had... Oh, no! I It was a license plate, and the license plate was a New York license plate that said number one fan. With I don't know. It was weird childhood I had but I just remember <laughs> I remember so vividly tripping over the snowman lawn ornament deflating the whole thing and then just running away with all their candy <laughs> so me and my me and my neighbor we like grew up together and we were disasters however <laughs> we went to our one neighbor's house ran up to the their house and then saw that in the middle of the driveway was like an old nightstand which was like real narrow with a giant mixing plastic bowl on it full of candy and then it said please take one and then we looked around and the lights were off and like we knew no one was home because we knew their cars so (laughs) we split the bowl between our pillowcases and then like put we basically placed we gently placed the bowl on the driveway and like kicked over the nightstand <laughs> and then ran away. And our parents were like, no, that's not happening. Put it back. We're like, no, prepare for a war. So <laughs> basically af- after we were done trick-or-treating, my mom returned most of the candy and said, my kid's a brat and a piss pot. I'm sorry. We didn't need all that candy when we were younger. What was your favorite candy that you got in Reese Cups. Time? Yeah. Reese Cubs, no doubt, dude. I love and, Snickers. And Crunch Bars. Mil- size Snickers were my Milky favorite. Way and, and Twix were up there as well. Mm-hmm. But now, Fast Breaks are my go. I, if oh, I dude, go fast to- Fast Breaks are so good. If I go that to- nougat, bro. All right. Shout out story, and then we're going to wrap up the episode. Fast Breaks are my crutch. They're my favorite all-time candy bar. Mega Fan, who, like previously stated, I deployed with, was in charge of the AFIs. <clears throat> And the AFIs is your, like, general convenience store. It was full of monsters, coffees, like those pre-mixed cappuccinos from Starbucks, mm-hmm. tobacco, um, like, all the things you'd want. Your, your lickies and chewies, as they called them in the service. He ran the store. So he was my, he was basically everyone's, like, point of contact. So when you're deployed, that's like, you, you make your connections because mm-hmm. Darwin wins inside these walls. Well, he was my roommate as well. And we're in like a nine by ten room with like nine dudes. Two, hold on, two, four, six, seven guys in a nine by ten. So I was like, "Hey man, you're going to Germany soon for a restock for the AFI store, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." So everyone would just like throw him cash, and they're like, "Hey, can you pick this up for me? Pick this up for me." It got to a point where he goes, "Hey, 
I don't have room. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't physically move this much product outside of the store shipment because he would basically type up the order of what was needed for the store, go to Germany, order it, and then bring it back. And he's like, I don't have room for all this extra stuff. So just come to me when the store opens and buy it and like get in line so you can get what you right. want. So they're like, all right, sounds good. Well, you know, we're like best friends. So randomly he would come back and he's like, here you go. And it was a full case of normal size, not king size, mm-hmm. but normal size. Reese fast breaks. Fast breaks and the whole case. So I would sit there and my bunkmate, who I'm, you know, we're obviously everyone's still friends. They're like, you are so fat. Cause I would, I would, <laughs> it was the first time I ever watched The Office all the way through, was on deployment. And I would just sit there and crush fast breaks. I would have like 12 a day. And there's like 24 in a case. So in like two days, I would finish the entire case and I would just like roll over and look at him. He's like, you are so fat. I'm like, shut <laughs> up, dude. And it was, that was one of the funniest things we did. But yeah, so that's, that's my crutch. That was going to be his wedding gift for me. Nice. It was just a fast break. Oh. That's all, all I needed. One king size They're fast so break. They're so good. They're perfect. They're perfect. What's your, it, one candy bar you can have the rest of your fast life. Fast breaks. Really? I love fast breaks. I don't eat candy much at all. At How all come anymore. you never told me that, dude? You, because I don't eat candy much. I don't. I literally don't eat candy at all. The only thing that I eat now is periodically I will have one of the Dove like red chocolates, uh-huh, uh-huh, and that's uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. That's all I have. I don't like candy. I never did. I never like have. But the, my biggest crutch was fast break. So my treat to myself when I was younger and I was like in college and stuff was I would go to the convenience store and get myself one fast break, and then that was it. Fast breaks were my everything also, which is awesome now that I know that yours was too. But I never had any of that. I never had candy. I never had pop. Like, How often do you good. eat those? A fast break? Now? Like once a month if you were to treat yourself? <laughs> now or back then? Both. Now I haven't had a fast break probably in three years. Oh my, you're making my soul cry. <laughs> you can't wait three years. I, back then, it was probably once every like six months. I'm not a big candy guy. Like during Halloween. <laughs> Buckle up, Buttercup, because yeah. now you're going to get them every interview. <laughs> during uh, during <laughs> Halloween this year. Like if candy's in front of me, like a bowl of Snickers. Yeah, you're not saying have, no. I'm not saying no. No. But I won't actively go out and see candy. <laughs> me neither then. Yeah, I totally don't. <laughs> Just go to Walgreens and buy $40 worth of chocolate. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining. This has been episode 97 of the Buffalo Happy Hour. If you're new here, later. please consider subscribing. That way you can find your way back every single time that we upload, which is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yes. You guys get a new content. Every Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. And if you follow our Instagram you, at the Buffalo Happy Hour 12. You can see it if you follow us. Oh, yeah. If you uh, follow our Instagram at the Buffalo Happy Hour 12 or our Facebook at the Buffalo Happy Hour, you see content from us every day, basically. Sometimes on Sundays, too. Yeah, we some, just pump some, out stuff. Sometimes we get wild. Yeah, hell yeah. So thank you, everybody, for joining. Michael, anything else you want to add? Uh, yes, everybody. Remember our tagline of be a good person, drink responsibly, and Derek. What's going on here? Don't litter? Woo! There it is. We reversed it. I just threw that right in your face. First time ever I said what you say, and then you say what I say. I switched it. So finish it. All right, everybody. We're out. innovation sound like? 
it sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.